In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Perhaps sometime in the past you have heard someone contrast the God of the New Testament with the God of the Old Testament as if they were two different beings. I know I have on several occasions. It usually goes something like this. Well, your God is the Old Testament God. He's all about law and judgment. My God is the New Testament God. He's all about love. They speak as if he is two different beings. Well, let me tell you a secret, which isn't a secret. They're the same being. They are the same God. The God of the Old Testament is the God of the New Testament. And there is no difference at all. Similarly, people make the mistake of contrasting the Old and the New Covenant as if they were opposed to one another. As if when our Lord came, he took out his magic eraser and erased the Old Covenant and replaced it with a new. These are both very old heresies. They go back to the early church. They're the heresies of Martian. No, I'm not talking about Marvin the Martian, the little fellow from the Warner Brothers cartoons who dressed like a Roman soldier. I'm talking about the Heresiarch Martian, M-A-R-C-I-O-N. Martian held that there are, were, in fact, two different gods. There was the evil god of the Old Covenant, and the Old Covenant was evil. And the New Covenant is the good god, and the good New Covenant is good. And so you can throw out your Old Testament because it's a bad thing. Heresy. Wrong. And Jesus said as much. Because he did not, he say in today's gospel, I have come not to, not to abolish, but to fulfill the law and the prophets. Indeed, our Lord came to deepen our obedience to the commandments of God. And he said to us, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. What is the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees? It was trying to be as obedient as possible to each and every one of God's laws out here. They didn't address the mind and the heart. Jesus tells us that we must obey not just out here, but in the mind and the heart. And not just the letter of the law, but its spirit too. And he gives us several examples, each of which takes the same form. You have heard that it was said, and he gives us the commandment of the old covenant. And then he says, but I tell you. Notice he doesn't say, you have heard that it was said that murder is wrong that it is a sin. Thou shalt not murder. By the way, it is murder, not kill. Murder is the, innocent, the direct and deliberate taking of an innocent human life. Killing is something entirely different. You can kill in self-defense, 
and not commit any sin. So they're two different things. But Jesus did not say, you've heard that it was said that murder was wrong, but I tell you it's a-okay. No, what he said was, you have heard it said thou shalt not commit murder, but I say to you, don't even commit murder in your mind or your heart. Don't commit the murder that comes by using words. And he talks about saying racha or empty-headed to your brother or calling your brother your fool you fool which is basically saying you're too stupid to understand God's commandments and because you can't understand them you can't obey them so you're going to hell Jesus tells us rather to reconcile with our brothers this is by the way is where the sign of peace comes from the sign of peace is not a mini cocktail hour. It's not a time for you to show friendship with others or sociability. It is a time to, in token of your willingness to forgive everyone who, is, who has something against you or you have something against. Jesus also said, you have heard that it was said Thou shalt not commit adultery. But that's not enough. You know, it's a relatively easy thing not to do it out here. But in your mind, in your heart, that's a different thing because there are many things that tempt us. By the way, do your eyes ever cause you to sin? No. Does your hand ever cause you to sin? No. But the things that you watch, the things that you read, the things that you listen to, they can tempt you to sin. And so those things you may have to cut off out. But you don't have to do self-amputation on your, your eyes or your hands. You have heard that it was said by Moses that you can divorce if you give a bill of divorce. But Jesus tells us that the only possibility of divorce is when the marriage is unlawful from the beginning, what we call an annulment. Examples of which would be if you married your cousin, or if you were drunk when you got married, and you got married before a, an Elvis impersonator in Vegas. And Jesus also talks about oaths. Jesus tells us, let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more is from the evil one. What Jesus is calling us to do is to be holy both out here, but also within our minds and our hearts, so that we can truly be what the new covenant has called us to be, which is adopted sons and daughters of the Most High God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.